But I jumped right in. I had a friend who came and he hooked up the setup for me. You know, I had one microphone. He had another one. He set it up. I had some girlfriend visiting from D.C. and then another girlfriend. So we got together and we just started, you know, kicking and having fun. And I took it from there. And, uh, and, and I love it. I, I do. I do. Welcome to Chatting Over Chowder. We're your hosts, Bethany and Sherline. Chatting Over Chowder is a podcast where we ask people in the podcasting industry what podcasts they listen to while eating chowder. Join us for some fun, laughs, and tomfoolery. Get your spoon ready. We're about to dive in. joining us for another episode of Chatting Over Chowder. I am Bethany Hawkins, CEO and founder of Crackers in Soup, which is a podcast production and management company. And I'm so excited that today we have Michelle, aka Mimi Jackson, Mimi Jax in the house. No one knew her name was Michelle until today, because everything <laughs> is Mimi Jax. Everything. I am so sad that Sherline was unable to do this interview today. She is finishing up a whole bunch of work stuff, and I respect yeah. her work hustle, um, but I miss her face incredibly. But uh, a moment of silence for Sherline, who's working. Yes. Okay, and now we're back at it. So, <laughs> so maybe what I'm going to do is I am going to read your bio. Yes, so please. the people in the internet streets know who you are and why I'm so excited to speak about you. Okay. All right, so you ready to hear who you are? Mm-hmm. So Michelle Mimi Jax Jackson is an experienced curator, speaker, and podcast host. She is the host of M Proper Mimi, where she talks about empowering women at home, work, and play. Going into the third year of podcasting, Mimi Jacks loves to share stories of the amazing women she has come in contact with, as well as embracing the freedom of saying whatever is on her mind at the time. When not empowering women and young ladies through podcasting, Mimi is passionate about bringing STEM and educational opportunities to those in the Black community. As the Director of Speaker Management and Operations for the Blackest Tech Conference, Mimi is dedicated to the optimization of the speaker experience for Black is Tech. The conference is going to the fourth year with 100 plus speakers and more than 20,000 virtual attendees from around the world. Mimi has over 20 years of experience in planning and organizational leadership and facilities planning in corporate real estate. Her passion lies within providing new and innovative ways that help our community to grow and develop sustainable ecosystems. She's also available to curate live events, moderate panels, and for speaking engagements. And she the queen of Clubhouse. <laughs> she be the queen of Clubhouse. Mimi Jax, that's who you are. That's who I am. Hey. Hello, 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 everybody. <laughs> so I'm so excited to talk to you. I actually oh, um was introduced to you by Black Pod Association. Yes. And you do all uh well the majority I shouldn't say all the majority. Like na na point na 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 percent percent of mm-hmm. a clubhouse moderating. And God bless your soul for that. Cause who child oh. some people just come in and they just go on rants. Yeah, sometimes you just gotta rein them in, you know. <laughs> and you keep it so you you do so well in oh, in that setting. And I I just have learned so much 
about moderating Clubhouse from you and just watching you navigate. Yes, <laughs> watching you navigate through these streets. Oh, well, thanks. So tell us what and how you got into podcasting. What was uh -huh. your behind the scene experience? Why you were like, look, I'm going to take my meme-ness and I'm going <laughs> to share it with the world and everybody needs to know. That's tell us right. your journey. Absolutely. Well, thank you so much for having me on today, Bethany. I'm so excited. I'm super excited. <laughs> um, so about my podcast journey, I mean, I love telling stories. I love, you know, highlighting and bringing up everyone else's stories to the table. So I can remember like back in 2018, you know, sitting at Thanksgiving table, chilling with the family talking about, yeah, I think I should have a podcast. And my girlfriend's like, yeah, yeah, let's do it. I was like, all right, let's do it. And then next year at Thanksgiving, I was like, hmm, you know what? We should have a podcast. And my sister's like, you said that last year. I was like, did I? Was that a year ago? Did I say that? So then I'm like, okay, we're really going to make it happen. And then I mentioned it again at a family wedding that December. And my uncle was like, so when are you going to start? I'm like, that's it. Boom. I'm going to start in February. We're going to make it happen. So February through November of 2020, I had my first season of Improper Mimi. And it was an interesting journey. I had no idea really what I was doing. <laughs> I didn't even really listen to podcasts before I um, had started, you know, doing a podcast. But I jumped right in. I had a friend who came and he hooked up the setup for me. You know, I had one microphone. He had another one. He set it up. I had some girlfriend visiting from D.C. and then another girlfriend. So we got together. We just started, you know, kicking and having fun. And I took it from there. And uh, and, and I love it. I, I do. I do. Yeah. I love what you had said in regards to saying we should have a podcast. And then the next year, we should have a podcast. And, you, and your family like, is this Groundhog's Day? I could have sworn we, we done did this before. This is deja vu exactly. like a bug. Right. Because, because so many people have had that innate, oh, I should do this. Mm -hmm. And then they never do. Yeah. And then they and then they have that that idea again. And somebody had had coined the the term that, not the term, but the phrase and the idea that if, a creative idea comes to you so often and you don't take a hold of it. Take, I think it was Brene Brown. It's, mm -hmm. it's just, a, it just feels like a Brene Brown thing. I don't know. I'm, I may be giving her flowers over like somebody else's stuff, <laughs> over somebody else's IP. Yeah, right. <laughs> but I believe Brene Brown said that if you don't hold on to that creative spark, it goes mm -hmm. to somebody else. Wow. Mm-hmm. Sure. And I feel like that that is so true that you get this divine idea. Right. Maybe like three times. <laughs> and then that idea is like, well, you're not doing anything with it. I'm going to go next door to Sally. Yeah. Who's going to make it actually happen. So, you yeah. know what? I think it was actually Elizabeth Gilbert that said that in Big Magic. I'm going to give Elizabeth <laughs> Gilbert credit. Elizabeth, Forget you the, Brene the credit. Brown. <laughs> Elizabeth Gilbert gets the credit for that. There you go. <laughs> I feel like that that resonates with so many people, just not even in regards to podcasting, but just anything in general. Yeah. And getting into this podcasting arena, right? Mm -hmm. Like when it comes to editing or when it comes to creating like show notes and all of the things that encompass 
creating a podcast that people right. are like, I think I'm going to do it. And then realize all that it entails. And they're like, I'm, <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm not, I'm not yeah. doing any of that. And, and that is a journey that even realizing what it does entail, you know, because I don't know, it's not just, and I'm a little perfectionist too. So it's not just recording it and then publishing it. Oh, no, no, no. Mimi has to take out the ums and the clicks and, oh, did you hear the trash truck going down the street in Brooklyn? You know, so it's the editing, it's the um, design, it's the cover, you know, the art. I have my little daughter. Well, she's not little anymore, but my daughter is grown. She's a working young adult. That's what we call her. And uh, so she is my photographer. She does most of the photos. I'm like, Denisha, are you visiting? Are you coming to visit? Bring your camera. <laughs> So it's like a family affair. I'm like, I need help with this, this and that. Like, what do you think? <laughs> I love that so much because then you're not only just showing your daughter mm -hmm. how to move and navigate in this entrepreneurial spirit, mm -hmm. but she can also take those photos and use them at, on her resume right? and say, this is what I've done. This is what I've created. They don't mm -hmm. need to know you're her mother. <laughs> She's done Absolutely all of not. these things. Yeah. So now she's like, okay, you don't even know me. I'm a professional. Like I demand all of the money because I've had all of these experiences back up for this right. internship. Exactly. So when you decided to kiki it up with your friends, how did mm -hmm. you decide upon the topics that you were going to be conversing about? Did you just want to invite particular people on just because you knew that you had a great rapport and conversation with them? Mm, yeah, so part of Improper Mimi is, you know, empowering women at home, work and play. So I already knew that I wanted to bring in women who, you know, some women to talk about their career, you know, some women to talk about, okay, what do you do for fun? How do you, you know, like live it up your sister circles? Like, you know, I literally had just about all of my sister circles on the podcast. And then also at home, like your home life, you know, your mental health, you know, how are things going, you know? Um, so I do have a wide network of people that I know, you know, various therapists, entrepreneurs, burlesque dancers, you know, sex therapists, and, you know, so like all, all different kind of people. And I'm like, everyone is fabulous. Each one of you ladies have had a, a, a journey, a struggle, you know, um, you inspire me and I'm sure that you'll inspire others, you know, some are authors and, and some of them were just you know, not just my friends because my friends are awesome, but you know, some of them were just my friends and we had a book club and we're like, you know what, let's talk about the book that we read, you know? So that was fun in itself too. So I, I had like a list because, you know, I'm a planner, you know, that is my professional job. I'm a planner. And so I had a list of like, okay, all of these improper topics that I maybe held my tongue on, or maybe that other women, you know, we don't, you only talk about it with your friends, but maybe not with other people. So all of these improper topics, I kind of just wrote them down. I'm like, okay, well, what do, what do I think people want to hear? You know, what do people want to hear? You know, and I just, so then I had a list of like 75 things and I'm like, we're not doing 75 episodes in one year, not even a year or nine months. <laughs> so I just kind of picked and chose. I like sent out the invites, the ones who accepted, you know, we had a dermatologist on, so we talked about, you know, alopecia, uh, the different types and everything. Yeah. So I just kind of, you know, picked from what was available and, you know, like, okay, these are good. These are winners. Let's do these. <laughs> and it's so important that you invite women, talk about things that are improper or 
could be mm-hmm. considered taboo. Right. Because we do have our voices and our ideas and this be pretty and be seen and not heard. Mm-hmm. That has so gone out the window. Like, ain't no I can't do it anymore. <laughs> You're going to hear my mouth. Right. If you do not agree with it, cool. If you do agree with it, cool. Yeah. But these are our ideas and this is how we're shaping the world. And this is how we're inviting people to start talking about these things. Yes. Yeah. That inhabit everybody, whether what, no matter your race, sex, color, creed, like all of the things, religion. Exactly. Yeah. It's a human experience. Mm-hmm. And so there's for so you, many, yeah, yes. so many overlapping experiences too, you know? So it's like, wow. It's almost like you're in church, you know? It's like, what? You know, like you just said that and you just said that and it kind of goes together. I'm like, that's amazing. <laughs> What are some of the things that you have experienced in your podcast that you find that you've taken into your everyday? Mm, mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. I mean, I know when the pandemic first started, I would ask everybody, you know, yeah, what's something that you started that you're going to continue doing, you know, <laughs> as if we're out of the pandemic. But, you know, several times the topic of boundaries came up and and I, and that is something that I constantly talk about. I implement myself. I'm like, okay, I need to do this a little bit more because I would be the, you know, yes person, you know, the one who, I mean, you can't walk all over me because I also have that side to, you know, that Scorpio meme comes out, you know, other, other personalities. Um, but, you know, I would always, you know, try to, you know, appease people. If I can help you in any way, I'll do that. Like we were saying uh, women, you know, should be seen and not heard. And maybe not just women, but kids growing up anyway. But, you know, so just be like, yes, ma'am. Okay, yes, sir. Like, I got you. So for me, setting boundaries, and for a lot of women too, you know, they're like, oh, I hate it when people do this. It's like, well, you have to communicate your boundaries to other people. So not only, you know, recognize within yourself, be like, you know what, after nine o'clock PM, it's my time. I'm not, you know, on social media or I'm not, taking phone calls, or I need to like, just reset myself and get ready for the next day. Well, it's great if you set that boundary for yourself, but if you don't tell your friends and they're calling you at 10 and they're calling you at one o'clock in the morning, you can't be mad at them because you haven't set boundaries. You have to actually communicate that to them. So that's one thing that I think when women are stressed out and there's so much going on, some of that does come back to us where we have to say no. And so boundaries is one thing that I've implemented that I've learned through my podcast. I'm like, hmm, let me re-listen to that episode that I did because it was good. Let me learn more about boundaries. <laughs> Ironically, you did not know this, but that mm-hmm. is my word of 2022 oh. is boundaries. Yes, yes. Hello really universe, I see you. <laughs> exactly. That, you know, like we were saying, it comes back. It, it, it'll repeat itself, come back to you. Yes. I love that. That is so funny. So I'm so excited because you are eating breakfast soup because we're actually doing this interview in the morning. So in the morning, in the wee AM, you are eating creamy corn and potato chowder, which is amazing. Mm, Yes, it is. So why did you choose that? And let's talk about it. Yes. Mm -hmm. Should I have a little bit? Yes. Take a taste. (laughs) Mm-hmm. As you hear me slurp, mm. that's a sign of a really good soup, y'all. 
And you were mm. so dainty about it. This is total like ASMR. So my daughter's <laughs> just taught me about ASMR. And she was yeah. like, oh, you have to watch all of these YouTube videos. And I was like, oh, I don't. I don't like this at all. <laughs> but like, let me reference this. I'm probably like, mm, mm, mm. You know, yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you either love it or you hate it. I can drink some water and be like, <laughs> and this will be my highest listened to episode and i'm like what was happening in this asmr yes it was all over the place hmm, as i scratched my head no. <laughs> <laughs> but back to the question i had i'm originally from ohio but i grew up in boston so i was in boston for like 30 years okay being town in the house so chowder you know like i instantly think of clam chowder so when i saw the corn chowder i was like that's pretty similar it's like a hearty you know meal in a soup and everything so that's why i went with the corn chowder i was like oh sweet i love sweet stuff as well <laughs> sweet and savory like me <laughs> but yes yeah, so yeah that's why i went with the corn chowder and isn't it amazing how you can take a taste of something and it immediately transforms you back yeah. to like when you were a child or just a really phenomenal experience. <laughs> and it just like envelops you in warmth and memories and like happiness. It really does. I even lit a candle as well because <laughs> I like to have that, you know, sensory, you know, that, that aromatherapy is real. So I'm like, okay, let me calm down. I'm getting ready for a show, put on a little candle. <laughs> love that what a great way to end the week mm -hmm. yes yes like chillaxin with some soup so okay when you did the did you expect it to be as extra as it was like when you got the pack <laughs> no so you know i had I, I didn't do an unpacking video but i did take some pictures i was like look at this i was like wow i'm like this is epic i'm like i should have got the ladle and be like really have the ladle and having the soup like yes i am extra today look at me mm -hmm. <laughs> and it's just me so i'm gonna have soup for today and tomorrow maybe maybe sunday <laughs> next next thursday you're gonna be like i can't believe i'm still eating the soup i could have just frozen the rest of it but oh, oh no here we are yeah no it's not too late you're right late. i'm a i'm a freeze half of that joint and i'm a yes this is delicious it's it's such a great idea and i i really appreciated it when i opened the box i was like look at this <laughs> have you had a biscuit no should i break it for the biscuits i had it right here did you warm up it. the biscuit i didn't no okay with the remainder biscuits i i dipped it in the soup though that is warm it up you're gonna have to warm up the biscuits mm. put a little butter mm. and mm -hmm. then dip it in Oh my goodness. Mmm, this is good. Sorry, guys. <laughs> <laughs> it's food just, porn. Exactly. You know, sorry for y'all. Y'all ain't got no soup, but this is good <laughs> soup. I got my bread and dipping it. And then my dad makes jams. So, you know, some of it's going to get some jams. Oh, this is so good. I'm going to get so fat this weekend. <laughs> Tell me about your father's jam. Mmm. Mm-hmm. As they put more biscuit in my mouth. So, mm, Daddy Jack's jams, because we had to, you know, get the whole family involved, like have a name for it. When my dad retired, 
he just started cooking like he was Mr. Julia Child, you know, like he's making homemade bread, like artisan bread, not like, oh, look, I made bread during COVID. No, my bread's making real, my dad's making real bread. So after his cinnamon raisin twist, braided twist bread and his jalapeno cheddar bread, you know, we're like, oh, you know what would go great with this? Some jam. So, of course, you know, family from Pennsylvania, Ohio, you know, they got all the, the canning stuff and they're like, he's like, I could do this. So he goes to YouTube, he YouTubes it up, he gets some research and he, and I, maybe this is where I get it from. I like a good instruction and, you know, a recipe is basically math, it's instructions on what to do, proportions, and then I switch it up and do what I want. So he has some peach jams and strawberry jams and they are so good he's got this blackberry one i don't really like blackberry but it's good dad it's really good yes but i mean i swear to god one time we were like having a family zoom and i had the jam and it's like how do you still have jam i'm like because i know how to manage my jam and then i'm slathering it on a pancake it was just so good i was just preparing I'm like, hmm, this is good. And then I just started licking it off the pancake and putting more on the pancake. <laughs> so does does Daddy Jacks have a website? No, he doesn't. <laughs> Daddy Jacks needs a website. He needs yes. to start taking orders because I love me some strawberry rhubarb jam. Oh, yes. That is so good. I'm I'm a, I'm gonna see if he can make us some strawberry rhubarb jam because I love me some strawberry rhubarb. Mm-hmm. It yes. is so good and like you said put it on some pancakes or yes. just like on a freshly made biscuit that's all warm mm-hmm. it's all you might cold. even be able to muddle it in a drink too but you didn't hear that from me what <laughs> stop it yes. you like muddle and jam mm-hmm. yes. tell me about the jam muddle <laughs> you my whole get world me is thrown <laughs> my mind is like ba-ba, ba-ba, ba-ba. Okay, yeah, so I had gone out to brunch and they had like strawberry rhubarb jam and one of the drinks was like a muddled thing. I was like, huh, that's really interesting. So I got it. And so I ended up like, oh, this was good. And so I brought it home. I purchased some of the jam and you can, you know, put a little bit of gin in there. Like if you're making a punch, like let's say maybe, and I love um, ginger beer. Ginger beer goes with everything. I have a little ginger beer and tequila ginger beer and you know rum or ginger beer and whiskey ginger beer is great i did not exactly use ginger beer with this recipe so side note anyway back to the uh, strawberry rhubarb jam and then a little bit of gin and then you know maybe some sparkling water you know stir it up because when you muddle things in a drink like if you had some strawberries you would put them in your glass and like pound 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 and then you have like pulp of strawberry and it's muddled the jam already does that. So if it's a meaty jam, you know, like, yeah. So that is brilliant. So yes. while you are muddling your jam, mm-hmm. are you listening to Scam Goddess, one of the podcasts <laughs> that you recommended that you listen to? <laughs> Did you like that segue? I like that segue. Yes. Yes. Oftentimes when I am in the kitchen, whether cooking or muddling my jam into a delicious drink, Scam Goddess is one of the podcasts that I do like to listen to. Um, Like I mentioned earlier, when I first started this podcasting journey, I wasn't even already listening to podcasts. I know people who have been listening to podcasts for years, and I'm just really starting getting into it. The host is Lacey Mosley. And 
to me, it's hilarious. She kind of is just rambling on. She has different guests and they're just like, blah, 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 blah. but they talk about different scams that people have played. One that I was listening to recently was about a girl in a bar. She was getting all the hookups, you know, so she's getting all her drinks for free. But if a guy offered to buy her a drink, she'd be like, yes, you know, but it's cash only. So if you give me the cash, then I can go get those drinks. <laughs> but she was getting the drinks for free on the house, but she's collecting cash from dudes. So she was bringing in money off of that. Another one was like about Salt Bay, where, um, you know, people were just saying that, when he comes and he sprinkles or he feeds you meat or sprinkles salt on the table or whatever, that they were getting these $8,000 and $10,000 bills. And they're like, this is a scam. Like we, like, how did this add up to that? They're like, you know, so that was involved in it and some construction deals he was doing and da 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 I just find it interesting, you know, that these things are happening in the world and people just call in and you may, you know, narc on your own family, you know, but uh, <laughs> so it could be a local neighborhood scam. It could be just a way that people are hustling to make ends meet, you know, it could be an actual scam that's like in litigation, you know, like uh, people are bringing charges up against this, like, don't do that. But if you got to do it, you got to do it like this. So, it, you know, it's it's the conversation I, I, I enjoy. And uh, so, yeah, Scam Goddess was one of the ones that I, I listened to. Yeah. I was so delighted when I saw this as one of the two that you chose to talk about today, yeah. because I don't know if you got an opportunity to look at the Black Pod Association's advent calendar that I created. Oh, yeah. Not every day, but yes. Yeah. But one of them was for Scam Goddess. Good. Because I just <laughs> love this podcast so much. And I love yes. how as you said, how brilliantly it's done because it's like, it could be something like stupid and petty scam. Right. And then the one that I just listened to recently was the woman who was in Australia. I don't know if you got an opportunity to listen to this one, yeah. but she was like the, she was coined the con artist of Australia. <laughs> so she would act like that she was a police officer. Uh -huh. She would pull people over, get their social security numbers, Who's giving their social security number to any officer, any one of the law? Be like, look it up. You ain't gonna catch me. Like she would be. <laughs> she was like, I need to. I need to run your record. I need to run your name. Like the wild things that she would do. Oh so God. then at one point she transitioned from a police officer, and then like one woman was really sick, and she said that she was a doctor, so she'd bring her to the hospital. So she brought her to the hospital, and then she told her relatives that she was a nurse, and she needed like all her information. She was running people for like <laughs> thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars. And then and she would she would be like scamming dudes left and right. And you and of course, because I any side of a good podcast, I need to yeah. immediately stop what I'm doing and go and research, research whatever they're yes. talking about. <laughs> it is a sign of any good podcast. And I hope that people take the time to be like, all right, I need to stop this and go and go look at Scam Goddess to see what the hell they're talking about. Yes, yeah. Because she, I mean, she was cute, mm -hmm. but she wasn't like, let me give you all my money cute. Yeah. And they were talking about the confidence. And that is how people be scamming. Yes. That's how you have, exactly. Whether you're trying to sneak into a club or trying to get into somewhere where you ain't supposed to be. I, my girlfriend's like, oh, my family has a doorman. You're, you know, you're not going to get in. Well, 
Here's an even better story. This guy I was talking to one time, right? He's got a doorman. And I was like going to visit him. And I was like, I ain't need no doorman. You just walk like you know where you're going and they'll let you through. I'd be like, hum, 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 hum. I just walk right past this doorman, went up to where I was going. I was like, yep, you know, be like, surprise, which is kind of scary too. <laughs> that, that, that fake it to you. It is that, like, yo. Yes, that confidence. The people that, that do not have the imposter syndrome, they're just ruining lives. The people that have have imposter syndrome, they're like, I don't know if I can do this. And they're like genuinely good people. It right. is so reversed on how it should be. It's oh. amazing. Yeah. So <laughs> tell us about the other podcast that you recommend that you listen to. Yes. This other one is I love to read. Um, I love to, you know, and, you know, also try to get outside and walk a little bit every now and then but so this one was kind of like a great match so this is a walking meditation podcast it's called girl trek um and it's a black history boot camp that's what i got into they have different series but i started with their black history boot camp and these two women let me make sure i get their names right so these this one um has two hosts um, Morgan Dixon and um, Vanessa Garrison. And they talk about historical Black women, uh, different Black women in history. It's like a half hour, you know, Girl Trek is basically, okay, ladies, let's get outside and walk. So whether you're walking with a group or you're walking on your own, listen as you walk. So, you know, it would be like every day at noon, you know, there's a 21 day meditation, you know, you're going out, you're walking and these women are so funny. I mean, they're so real. Like they have this real friendship. They even talk about like how they met back in college. They talk about, you know, one of them has relocated to Ghana. So, you know, she's like, okay, right now I'm walking outside with these big trees and everything like this. And so just listening their sisterhood banter back and forth, the genuine care and emotion that they have for each other, and then their community. Like this walking meditation, you know, like there's a community, there's like a group of women in Brooklyn that meet like every Saturday, they go out walking. Um, so it's like not only just learning about black women in history, but also about being healthy and being fit. And, you know, like it, it, it's wonderful. It's just a whole movement in itself. And I've learned so much about black women and the armed forces, like how it was in the beginning for them, the impact that they had on our country, Fannie Lou Hamer, you know, learning about the struggles that she's gone through about having a hysterectomy and like how they were doing all these hysterectomy on black women in the South, just, just because, you know, white doctors could, you know, like they're like, mm, let's not have so many babies. We'll just take out your uterus, you know? I'm trying to think of some other really great episodes. Even, even they talked about the, um, the black porters, you know, like, and so it's not all just black women in history, you know, and then Audrey Lord. And I love it. I love learning about bits and tidbits of history that you may not have learned because that's, that's our community. That's our history. This is things that these women have gone through that I'm learning about. And then, like you say, I love to go back and do some research um, and go and find a book that I can, you know, read and learn more. So yeah. Which is so great because, as you said, it's encouraging physical activity as well mm -hmm. as intelligence and growth and knowledge. And yes. let's not get it twisted. Rosa Parks absolutely deserves her flowers. Yes. But there are other Black women mm -hmm. 
who have been instrumental in the curating of this country. Mm -hmm. And as you said, women who have had doctors take their cells. Yes. Yeah. And use their cells for all of this different research. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Henrietta Lacks. Yeah. Like, mm. and none of it be spoken about. It's all on the hush. And then we had to have, you know, a whole movie before people even honored the women of NASA. Right. And their contribution to getting men into space. <laughs> and it's like, why isn't this the regular conversation in the history books? If we can speak of all of these people who have done amazing things regularly, right. why can't we also speak of the minorities who have provided such beautiful contributions to our everyday life? Right. So to mm-hmm. have this podcast centering on Black women and their historical influence and, and what they do and how they did it, especially at a time of like... Don't get it twisted. We have our own turmoil. <laughs> but back then, that was like yes. a whole other level of turmoil. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Yes. And even I love like the history. And there's a series on, I think it's on ABC now, and it's streaming on Hulu uh, with Mamie um, Mobley. And so Emmett Till's mom. And it's like hearing, I think they did an episode on her, and it was just so empowering. And then I've just been continuing to learn and do research. and. I'm about to read her autobiography too, or, you know, like a documentary that, you know, she was working with. And I'm like, the strength that she had, like, and that's an important story because if she didn't share the story of what happened to her son and let the whole world see, have his picture on the cover of Jet, you know, who knows if that pushed people to a point of like fighting for like, this has to stop it. You have to have some kind of accountability for the lynching and the kidnapping and the black people going missing in the South, you know? And one thing that really stuck with me is the fact that she was up in Chicago and, you know, like most people sometimes in the North, they're like, Oh, what happens down there? Don't, don't affect me, but it does affect you because what happened to her son affected the whole country. Yeah, absolutely. Especially what you said in regards to her allowing that photo, Mm -hmm. because that photo is what most people associate with her with her son with her baby this infant that she held when he first came out of her womb and yeah only had available for a just a sad short number of years because there was an accusation right that was a whole lie Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and the atrocities that happened to this young boy yeah. Because I have a son who's 14. Oh, yeah. Oh, that is so, yeah. And having the strength that she did mm-hmm. to in the middle of probably one of the largest trials of her life and yeah. experiences and how she was going to get through this, mm-hmm. have the where for all to say, this is a moment that could potentially change this country. Mm-hmm. And I need to share this and not put aside my grief, mm-hmm. but the strength to work through my grief so that I can make it better for others. 
Yeah. And I gotta tell you, I don't know if I have that kind of strength. Like I, <laughs> like I don't know if I have her strength. Right. These are trials that I look at, and I'm like, mm, what would I do? Okay, what would I do in that situation? You know, what if this was my family? You know, yeah, it it is so hard to even comprehend and put yourself in that situation of like what would you do? Like, would you speak up, speak out? Because hey, as far as they're concerned, this is how it happens in the South, you know? There was about to bury him before she, in down there in um, Mississippi, before even bringing him back up here. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, you just have to fight. Oh, man, that's so crazy. So many gems dropped, so <laughs> many gems. <laughs> So Mimi, we be uh, all about the stalking. So Bisk, please tell our listeners where they can be stalking you. Yes. Well, listen, I'll give you all the breadcrumbs so you can find me, okay? <laughs> but not these, because this is good. I'm going to eat these. Um, <laughs> you can find Mimi Jacks on the Improper Mimi podcast anywhere you listen to your favorite podcast, you know? So go on. I mean... If you got Apple Podcasts, Google, um, Spotify, CastBox, yeah, wherever you listen to your podcast, you can find me. Um, definitely go check out the ImproperMimi.com website because there you'll see some of the things that I've been up to, some of the events that may be happening. Um, and you can also, you know, click and find the podcast there. Same with Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, all the same, ImproperMimi, that's the M. And then proper, because you know, I don't I don't have the I, you know, it's it's me, Mimi. It's the M, okay? So it's M proper Mimi. Everywhere you go. <laughs> Look at that branding. That's some good branding. Yes, thank you. Well, my daughter helps me with that. <laughs> Another thing she can put on her resume. That's right. That's right, baby girl. Go on and put that, you know, for you, this organization that you helped. Yes. <laughs> adore you i'm so honored that you agreed to come on and this has been so much fun yes definitely i love chatting with you thank you so much for the value and input that you bring to the black podcasting association as well you know we got moderators content creators um, comments sharing our knowledge and everything so yes thank you so much for all that you do too thank you queen have a wonderful day you too absolutely Bye. bye Thank you so much for listening to Chatting Over Chowder. This episode is sponsored by Crackers and Soup. You can find out more about our guest and Crackers and Soup in our show notes. If you loved this episode, subscribe and drop us a review wherever you listen to podcasts. Until next time, stay stay super. super.